Hey you, yes you, passionate sports fan. If you'll give me less than 60 seconds, I want to tell you how you can start making as much as six figures per year and do it all around your passion for sports. Hi there, my name is Jim Parsons, and I know there are at least 14 different methods sports fans can use to start earning a solid income off of their love of sports. And I want to show you the system I've created that will start allowing you to profit from your love of the game and turn your favorite hobby into a profitable side hustle. Let's take you from being a hobbyist to a professional sports fan and show you how to make money in an industry you love. Go to SportsSideHustle.com, that's SportsSideHustle.com, and download my free startup guide. I'll explain to you the four fundamentals that you need to get started, and then show you where to go if you want to learn more. Hey, the athletes don't need to be the only ones making money off of sports. Go to SportsSideHustle.com today, and let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of NHL Trade Talk, the podcast. This episode is a little bit different than some of the episodes we've done in the past. We're not talking about news items. We're not talking about trades. We're not talking about any of that on today's show. We're going to be drafting our NHL 2022-23 fantasy team. Uh, Brooke Laferno and myself, Jim Parsons, are part of the Hockey Raiders, and we do this every year. This is going to be the live version of us drafting the first oh, half of our team. Uh, we're going to have a blog article on NHLTradeTalk.com that follows up this show that you can see our entire team uh, listed roster, what happened after we drafted, which was very interesting, and things like that. So this is going to be most of the draft pick selections that we made in the first few rounds of our 2023 our 2022-23 NHL Fantasy Draft, so we thought that you might enjoy this. I know that this is NHL Fantasy Draft season. There's a lot of you that are listening to this that are starting to pick your own teams and figure out your own plan and how your fantasy drafts work are always just a little bit different based on the rules. We used Yahoo Fantasy Drafts, which is a very popular platform for this sort of thing. It was a lot of fun. We figured, you know what, it, maybe it's that time of year. Maybe this is what you uh, might be interested in listening to, get some strategies from us, or learn what not to do when you're drafting your team. That's how this could go. So we hope that you enjoy. Uh, Brooke and I hopped online and made our picks together and tried to figure out a system. I'm not sure if it's going to work. We'll see how we... We like our team, though. I will say this. We like our team. So I think we did okay. Enjoy this episode of NHL Trade Talk, the podcast, where we draft our 2022-23 NHL fantasy team for the year. Welcome back to another edition of NHL Trade Talks, the podcast. I'm here with Brooke Laferno from the Hockey and NHL Trade Talks. Brooke, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, this is very intense. We've got a big draft coming up. Yeah, so people that don't know what we're doing, we mentioned it on the last show. We are taking part in the annual Hockey Raiders fantasy draft. So there's a handful of people who are going to be making some selections with the this year's 2022-2023 season. We're going to be picking uh, our team, and Brooke and I are going to go in on this together, trying to pick our best team possible uh, for those. There's like a first, second, and third prize, and then everybody else is out in the cold. Uh, so we have decided to hop on here, record this as we're doing it. Now, for those of you uh, who would rather watch, then we'll just have to do our best to explain what's going on as it's happening, because this is just audio. Brooke, do you have a thought? I know this is like the first fantasy draft that you've done. Uh, do you have a thought, a plan, a a game plan heading into this? 
Here's the thing. We're picking 11th, and I think we know from the NHL drafts in general that you can get good picks uh, in the later picks. So I think we can get some good sleepers here. Okay, so we have – here's the rules. We have to draft two centers, two left wingers, two right wingers, four defensemen, two goalies, and four bench players that can be any position. So we have to round out our roster very effectively. I'm well aware that we are not going to get Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Austin Matthews, Kale McCart. Those people will not be available to us at number 12, um, which I think is where we're at now. I think you said 11. I thought it was 11 too, but it looks like we're drafting number 12. Um, but we should get a good player. Who do you think we should, should we focus on forwards? Should we focus on defense? What do you think people in this group are going to do? Like, do you, you figure they're going to lean one way or another? What should we do? I think everyone is focusing on forwards here. So I think the best game plan is to focus on goalie to start. Okay. So if you had your pick of the top two or three goalies that you would like to focus on, who would be your pick? I, I'm going to, we have a queue that we're going to be talking about here uh, repetitively. For those that don't know what this means, we can put players in the queue prior to us actually selecting them. And then when we do make the pick, it's just easier for us to access them if they're still available. So I'm going to be the first one to put Igor Shesterkin in there for a goalie. Who would you like to add if you had a second goalie that we should have as maybe our backup plan here? If it's not, I don't think Vasilevsky is going to be there. So I don't think UC Soros would be a bad pick. I also don't think Markstrom would be a bad pick either. Okay. So Markstrom's probably going to get some points in Calgary. I think people believe that they're still going to be a competitive team. So it makes a lot of sense. He's going to play most, if not, he's notoriously playing a lot of games. Yeah. Right. So we know uh-huh. he's going to get us some points. And then you said UC Soros out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Nashville's kind of, a, I don't know if they're a bubble team, but they're probably going to be right on the verge of making the playoffs again. So I think that's probably a good pick. So we have three goalies. I'm assuming one of those will be available to us uh, when mm-hmm. this thing starts. Where do you want to go next? Do you want to pick defensemen next or do you want to pick forwards next? Um, We should probably focus on defensemen because I think the forwards are pretty straightforward and I think we'll know which ones we're going to pick once it comes to us. So I think we should probably focus on defense. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming, although we can put him in our queue if we want to, that Kale McCarr will not be there yeah. by the time 12 comes around. That could leave us, depending on what everybody else is thinking for forwards or goaltending, it could leave us Victor Hedman, Adam Fox, Roman Yost. Like, who are you mm-hmm. thinking? If it isn't Kale McCarr, who's your second best defenseman? And keep in mind, we are looking at uh, goals, assists, block mm-hmm. shots, hits. Uh, all of that comes into play here with this team. So who would you like to put in our queue here? Um, I think John Carlson would not be a bad pick. He gets usually a lot of goals. He can score a lot, so he could get a lot of points. I think that might be a good pick if he's available. Okay. Um, who else? I also don't think Petrangelo would be a bad get either. He can really rip the puck for sure. Okay. Um, Well, Yahoo fantasy where we're doing this draft actually doesn't have, although he's not bad. They've got him ranked 87th. Uh, 71st. So Petrangelo is down there. So we should definitely be able to get him. Keep in mind, this is a snake draft. Yes. Means for people that don't know, you start at one, you get to the end, and then the end goes first and comes back. So we will get a second pick fairly quickly here. Yes. Uh, I'm going to put Adam Adam Fox Fox for sure, just in case somebody Mm -hmm. doesn't want to take a defenseman. Uh, So the draft has officially begun. We have one minute per pick per selection. Uh, Sudbury, Blueberry, something here is up first. 
We can go by team names. Let's not get, get everything away. Connor McDavid was selected first. No surprise there. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, 53 seconds. This draft moves pretty quick, uh, especially if you know who you want to take. Connor McDavid has gone first. They've got him projected somewhere around 125, 126 points, which is not a huge surprise. Panic at the Disco is drafting number two. Let's see who he takes. Does he go with a forward? Oh, he just just joined. So he's in here a little late. <laughs> he's got he or she, I'm not sure who, has 30 seconds to make their selection. Oh, everybody's hopping in here now. They That's funny. Fashionably late. Better late than yeah. ever, I suppose. Here's how this works, by the way. If you get in here and you don't make your pick, and Panic at the Disco has taken Leon Dreisaitl second. The Yahoo draft will take the next best player available for you. So if you were to walk away or you had to use the washroom or you just, for whatever reason, forgot that you were up, Yahoo will select someone for you. So we assume, yeah, we assume these people will select based on what they want, uh, but you never really know. You could probably sit here and do nothing and Yahoo will draft you a pretty good team. So Nathan McKinnon or Austin Matthews went third. Nathan McKinnon went fourth. No real surprise here. So far, all forwards. Kirill Kaprizov goes number five. So your strategy was probably correct in that everybody's looking to get a forward right away here. All no of our surprise. two players are still available. Oh, there okay, goes Kale McCarr, number six. Dang it. He could have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you're watching a real draft to see, you know, if everybody feels like Shane Wright right now. <laughs> yeah. For- oh, okay. Ma- that's the first the one that I would say might be off the board. Matthew yeah. Kachuk goes number seven. Based on a very strong season. Not a bad pick. Oh, there goes the goalie we figured might go. Uh, Igor Shesterkin is gone, which might be very interesting because that could leave us, depending on what happens here in the next four picks, uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, now, Andre Vasilevsky. If he is available, is that where we're going? I would do that, yes, for sure. Okay, so we'll put him you in our You can't pass up a good goalie. Yeah, because we have to take two, and depending uh-huh. on how things go, and we get to come back around on the snake, so... We take a goalie first. We can always get a defenseman or a forward yep. on the next selection. Correct. I'm good with that strategy. Deaky Pete's punk something here is up. Uh-oh. There. This is scaring me. He's still got 20 seconds left yeah. and he still hasn't picked. Uh-oh. Seriously thinking about what they want to do here. I'm surprised that Nikita Kucherov is still there. Mitch oh, Marner is number nine. Okay. We've got two picks until low. us, so we have to just have to wonder what's going to happen here. Someone's going to take another goalie. Yep, just our luck. It would. Be I that. guess we got to ask too. How good is Tampa Bay going to be this year? We have to assume they're they're going to maybe regress a little, but not so much that we should worry about it, right? Oh, Miko Rantanen went tenth. Okay. Okay, our turn is next. So. Andre Vasilevsky is still there. Nikita Kucherov goes 11. Are we taking Vasilevsky? I'm taking Vasilevsky if I'm... All right. We're going to take Vasilevsky. So our first selection of the THW 2022 draft is goaltender Andre Vasilevsky of the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm actually very surprised. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, You can hop in uh, if you want. I'm assuming... No, we're not going to share too much information about this in the podcast, but I'm guessing that there's a lot of smack talk going on in our slack ch- channel right now of people who are in this uh fantasy draft right now i'm seeing ah, there's not much actually i was going to relay some of that information for you but uh really there's not much going on here so we are now six picks away five picks away 
It went, uh, let's just see, after us, it was Adam Fox, Alex Ovechkin, Jonathan Huberto, oh. and we have five picks until we're up. So we have Markstrom as our other goalie, UC Saros, Carlson, Alex Petrangelo. So I wouldn't necessarily say we take a second goalie right away. No, uh-uh, no. We still have a couple uh, defensemen there. What about forwards? There's quite a few still available. Steven Stamkos is still on the board. If Johnny Gaudreau falls into our lap, I will, or even Panarin, I would be very happy with that. Okay, I'm going to cue both of those players. Stamkos just went. So okay. we have two players until we're there. We might have to make a decision if both of those people are available. Who would you take in that situation? Johnny Gaudreau, who just goes to Columbus, and he's going to be a major part of their offense, mm-hmm. uh, was in Calgary as well. Or a Terry Panarin, who is in the Rangers organization, and the Rangers are probably projected to be a pretty good team. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. <sighs> I do think Panarin probably has the strongest chance of being more effective just because he's on a better team. So I might have to go Panarin. Eh, I don't know. What do you They've think? got Panarin projected at uh, 98 points, uh, 15 blocks, hits, things like that. Neither one of these guys are really physical. No. They've got Goudreau uh, at 101 points. So it's close. Yeah. What would you pick? I don't know. I would. I, I would. T- honestly- I took Panarin last year, and he did pretty well for me. I was surprised that Johnny Gaudreau had such a strong year. I don't know that he's going to have the same results. Yeah, again. I think Panarin would be a safe bet. Yeah, I do think Gaudreau is going to take a dip. I, yeah, I think, I, he's I think he'll be, still be good. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But I don't. Yeah, like you said, that's hard, especially on a different team when you don't exactly know how he's going to jive with the other people. So Sidney Crosby and then Kyle Connor oh. goes number twenty. All right, let's take Panarin. Okay. We'll do that at number 21. So, so far, our team consists of Artemi Panarin and Andre Vasilevsky. Pretty solid, a, I think. We've got a forward and a goaltender. We're going to be picking, uh, not for a while now, another 21 picks until it's up to us again. Okay. Lots to talk about, I suppose. So, we, we've we got, <laughs> what, two goaltenders still on the board, two defensemen and John Carlson and Alex Petrangelo. Let's take a look at some forwards again here. Um, we don't have a center yet, and those are always important. So let's take a look at some centers. The highest projected right now for Yahoo is JT Miller. Not sure what he's going to do. Mika Zibanejad in New York. Do we stick with some Rangers? I think Panarin and Zibanejad will probably play together. Sebastian Ajo is projected to go really well. Uh, there's always Jack Eichel, Elias Lindholm, who has new line mates this year. So who knows how he'll do? Any thoughts, anybody that stands out to you in that group there? As far as centers go, I think I I mean this is me being biased, but I'm a really big Sebastian Aho fan and I think he's due for another big year for okay. sure. If Carolina's to take another big step, so I don't think that's a bad pick. Well he's projected um, to do eighty five points by Yahoo. I would I would be surprised if he doesn't even do more than that. So I'm with you, Carolina's gonna be good. Yes, uh, I agree. Like everything. Oh, there he goes. Oh, okay. He never mind. Yes, him up, and then he went 24. It, it was a long shot that we were going to have was. 20 picks and he'd still be there. Um, We've you... still got Elias Pedersen on the board, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Malkin, Nazem Kadri. We're going to have to see I how he does I was thinking Kadri. I was thinking Kadri. If he's still available, I know, again, that might be a long shot. Again, he's due for a big year. He got a big contract. Mm-hmm. He's got to play to it. So That's I... the trick, right? Mm-hmm. Can he play up play to t- that? Um, Gabriel Landeskog might be a hard one, not because he might get taken, but I think he's dealing with an injury and is going to miss a little bit of time to start the regular season. That might be a little more difficult. Yeah. David Pasternak went number 25 and Brady Kachuk went number 26. Oh. So we have 17 picks left until it's up to us. 
Chris Kreider goes number 27. Ooh. So right now we have one center that we've queued up in Nazem Kadri. JT Miller is a center that just went. I don't imagine Zibanejad is going to no. last another 15 picks. I'd be very, very surprised. But I don't think it's a bad option either. Obviously not a bad option at all. We'll, we'll put him in there knowing that he's probably going to go. There goes John Carlson. Okay. He's left 29. <laughs> Ilya Sorokin. He has left. <laughs> yes, he has left the He's left our, <laughs> he's left our he's, stars. He's left the building. Like Elvis yeah, he has left the building, unfortunately. Zibanejad um, just went number 31. Okay, yeah, that was a long shot. We knew that. So somebody um, likes the Islanders because Ilya Sorokin just went. Yeah, okay. That's pretty yeah. high, considering that that's a goalie out of a team that was really bad last year. I will say I think Bergeron might not be a bad pick either. That guy has always got a bunch of points. He wins a lot of faceoffs. I don't think that's a bad pick at all. Okay. We'll put him in there. Might uh, be a long shot. <laughs> well, he's a got, lot of based on the rankings here, if, if the rest of the group is going by what Seahu's got, he's a good 10 players down on the center position. So uh, we'll see. You never really know. He might still be there. Uh, most of our defensemen are leaving. I Do you have any sneaky sleepers? I like Evan Bouchard. I've always I liked Evan Bouchard. I do like Evan, Evan Bouchard. Bouchard, too. Um, what else? Any other defensemen that you're like, man, like Quinn Hughes is still there, and that's a surprise to me. I think bit. Dougie Hamilton might be a sleeper. He's had a pretty strong preseason so far, or training camp, I should say. Okay. So I think he might be a sleeper. Uh, he had a really good year a couple years ago, but obviously um, – I've always liked Zach Wierenski, too, a lot on Columbus. I think he's got a lot of talent. I've always been a big fan. Oh, somebody's predicting Evander Kane's going to have a big year. He goes number 36, playing beside Connor McDavid. It's probably a slight gamble at this point, but probably a very calculated risk because if he Mm -hmm. does play with McDavid, he is going to. And the the way that his half season went last year, that absolutely could be something worth watching. Jacob Markstrom has gone number 37. So all of our goalies are off the board at this point. So... We're going to have to return to that in a minute here. We have five picks until it's up to us. We have two players selected already. We've got Artemi Prenarin at left wing and Vasilevsky at goaltender. So we go we're going to have defense? to make a decision. Yeah, do we go defense or go center here? Well, the best defenseman available as per Yahoo's projection, Aaron Ekblad is up there. Quinn Hughes. What about Morgan Riley? Uh, Devin Toes in Colorado. He's an excellent defenseman. Yes, I was going to say Devontae's is definitely a sleeper. He had a lot of points last year for sure. I think he could replicate that because Tan- or Colorado still has um, a lot of the same de- defense. So okay. I think it's possible. What about, Do you think the offense is going to run through Morgan Riley again this year? I do. Yes, I do for sure. So I'm going to put those two in there. And maybe what we'll do is we'll take the best of those two if it comes to us. Correct. Okay. I agree. I agree we'll, with that strategy. We'll have to make a decision at that point. Uh, right now, Morgan Riley is projected to get 64 points. Uh, he's going to be a lot of power play time, which is important in these drafts. Uh, Toes is going to get, well, he's projected about 54 points. Again, some power play, but not as much as Riley. Uh, he blocks a lot more shots, though. So that's something to consider. Yeah, that is something to consider. He leads in some more hits. So that's something to consider, too. Mm-hmm. We are up next. and uh, Oh, boy. Sveshnikov went. Elias Pettersson went. We're going to get one of these two defensemen. So mm-hmm. who are we going to take? Both of them are still there. Who would you like? Do you know, we did say in the mock draft that Morgan Riley was our choice. So we might have to go Morgan Riley. All right, Riley. well, let's do it because we're only seven picks away from potentially drafting another defenseman. And if he's still yeah. there, we could okay. always get Devin Taves on the flip. Okay, I I I like that pick. It's going to put pass. us a little bit behind in terms of centers. 
because it'll be another 15 picks before we get to select again. But if we're smart about who's there at center, there could be some hidden gems here. Like Nazem Kadri is still on the board. So, well, it seems like a lot of people are not valuing centers <laughs> at this point in time. Yep. There goes Thatcher Demko. Okay. He went 46, six picks until we're up again. Patrick Kane. Ah, oh, that was a, oh, a pick for you, a Chicago Blackhawks. Fan. That was a pick for me. I'm oh, a little well. surprised that he lasted all the way to the 47th pick. He's looking to have a big year and potentially could be moved before the deadline, depending on how things go. Unfortunately, we got our Panarin, and you know what that means. Panarin and Kane got to be split up, unfortunately, to a Blackhawk broken fan, <laughs> to a broken heart. Well, hey, what if they reunite? What oh, if, my gosh. What if Kane goes back? or goes to the Rangers and reunites with Artemi Panarin, that would be an excellent pick for us then. I, again, my broken heart, I would have a very broken heart if he went to New York to play with Panarin. I would actually love to see that as a hockey fan, even though it would break my heart. But Edmonton, I don't know, though. Like I said, with McDavid and Kane, oh, boy. Yeah. That would be something. Yeah, their uh, forward depth is already really deep. Um, I know. It's like you had Patrick Kane. You're like, really? Yeah, that's just uh, like we're gonna we're just gonna beat you five, yeah. four, six, five, yeah. and there's nothing yeah. you can do about it, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. They might score like nine goals a game. Who knows? All right, so we are four picks away. We've got Petrangelo on the board for defense. We've got Nazem Kadri at center, Patrice Bergeron at center. Another couple defensemen: Evan Bouchard, Dougie Hamilton, and Devin Toes. We're gonna get one of those players for sure. Should so, we? Should we prioritize a center? Should we make sure we get a decent center while there's still a lot on the board? Well, Claude Giroux, he's ranked number one yeah. of what's available here. He's predicted about 69 points. Evgeny Kuznetsov, about 73 points. Malkin, we've got Kadri already on our list. Yeah. John Tavares, but you never know with his injury history. Sam Reinhardt's projected about 76 yeah. points. Uh, shots on goal, things like that. There's no real centers here that are blocking lots of shots, laying in a lot of hits outside of Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, Tim Stutzla out of Ottawa. Stutzla mm-hmm. could have a big year, but you never know with a guy that's still that young. My issue with Giroux is I have no clue how he is going to do in and Ottawa. That's a completely different cast. Somebody with... took Bobby Ryan. Oh, okay. What a choice. I didn't even yeah, what a choice. Was... I didn't even know he was returning. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> okay, so we're up. So we're going to take a center? What do you want to do here? Because there's Bergeron still on the board and Kadri still on the board for us. Or we can go off. We got 40 seconds to decide Giroux, Kuznetsov, Malkin, uh, Sam Reinhardt. What do you if think? If I'm going to pick, it would probably be Kadri because he lays probably the most hits probably of these people. Okay. But I could be wrong here. Well, we went with your gut. It's all good. Uh, I think either way, he's going to get points. He's going to be productive. Yes. He's going to be a pest. Uh, he's going to he's gonna get us some points. As long as he stays healthy, that's the real key with anybody in these drafts, right? If they yes. go down, then you have to go to reserve bench players. And you just hope that your team stays healthy. That's how you win these things, right? Correct. Yes, we're going by luck here. Come on, these people got to give us some luck here. Well, the good news is we have everybody but a right winger. We've got a center, we've got a <laughs> left winger, we've got a defenseman, and we've got a goalie. And I like all of the players that we've taken so far. Sure. We didn't get one of these, say, top 10 centers. Uh, that no. we probably can admit we did not get one of those players. But Kadri <laughs> is going to get top line minutes. He's going to get a lot of looks. He may not play center all the time. I, I don't know where they'll, they'll move him around. Right. Calgary's going to, going to play really well. I think. I yes, wonder how I, Kadri will perform under Daryl Sutter. 
Yeah, I that'll be interesting. But I think Sutter kind of fits his playing style. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I like him too. Yeah. So. Nikolai Ehlers goes number 56. Philip Forsberg goes 55. Um, Claude Giroux went 54, who we did have our eyes on a little bit, but didn't queue him up. <laughs> Lots of defensemen gone. still on our board. Patrice Bergeron still on the board. I wonder if he's not going because no one really knows where Boston's going to be at. Exactly. Year. Exactly. There goes Sam Reinhardt. We did te- talk a little bit. Yeah, about we did him talk too. about him for a minute. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, we got 18 picks until our turn. What are we thinking in regards to how important teams are this year? Like when you pick a player in your fantasy draft, how much do you want to pay attention to? the team itself and the success that that team might have. Like, do you shy away from players who are going to be on what we believe are not very good teams? I think so. Because if you look at our players that we picked, all of them are on playoff teams. So we are, I, but those I think are the teams that people pay attention to anyways in the NHL, just based on projections, like Calgary's projected to be good. New York is projected to be good. So I think that's kind of natural, but. I wouldn't mind seeing some of these like sleeper teams, like teams that aren't projected to be playoff teams, like maybe Detroit that could make a big splash this year. could make some noise. You never know. Although they're in a very tough division, but I like to see something happen here. Well, when you think about some of these teams that aren't very good too, you have to go, these guys are going to play a lot. Right. So in a case of somebody like a Dylan Larkin, uh, he's probably going to get a lot of minutes in, yes. in Detroit, which is maybe why they haven't projected around 71 points for the season. So there's always a little bit of that that you want to factor in and we'll see. I just, by the way, I queued up Joe Pavelski. I like the fact that he could have another good year. He's projected for about 72 points. Uh, He always is consistently scoring, um, always doing something. He's, he's hitting, he's, he might be a guy that we can get a little later here. If people don't pay attention to him again, he's another one that's kind of led Dallas in scoring the past few years just consistent. Although he's getting older, he's not slowing down in that department. Mackenzie Weger goes number 62. Mm-hmm. He could have a big year in Calgary. He's on a contract trying to work that out with the Flames right now. Kevin Fiala, who Ooh. I think is going to be a heck of a player in Los Angeles, assuming yes. he can stay consistent. Mm-hmm. That was the big knock on him in Minnesota was that he wasn't necessarily always a consistent player. Even Bill Guerin said that. Um, <laughs> William Nylander went 61. Vladimir Tarasenko went number mm-hmm. 60. So we have 12 picks till us. So that gives us some more time to sort of figure out what we want to do here. A lot of the defensemen that we had either are still there. Do we go right wing? Because we haven't really <laughs> taken one. Sure. Let's take a look at what we've got here. So the top oh. ranked. Go ahead. Oh, the guy. I cannot pronounce his name. I'm sorry. The Pavel Bushnevich. Pavel. Yeah. Yeah. Pavel Bushnevich. He's, he's the top yeah. projected right now. He's yeah, he's probably not going to be there, but... Seven, oh, he's gone. Okay, as soon there, as we said gone. it, he goes, right? Yeah, he gone, okay. Mark Stone, um, uh, he's around 60. He could be a big part, assuming, again, that he stays healthy. Oh. As Vegas. a Chicago girl, i got to have a lot of love for Tavo. <laughs> Tavo Teravainen. All right, oh, we can definitely take a look at that. He's in Carolina, 63 points uh, projected. Not much in the physical department. He's oh. only looking at about 16 hits. Or, there goes Devin Toes. So the first kind of defensive we had in our... <laughs> our group there has been taken out of our queue. So I will but, say if Pavelski is there at 76 still, I think that's a good pick. I, yeah, I think you're right. He's underrated in a lot of ways. And I think people overlook them because he's on the stars, even though I, like I said, I don't think people even realize he's been their top scorer for the past 
few seasons. So there goes Dougie Hamilton. So two and Jack Hughes went right in between the two defensemen that we had listed there. So some of our defensemen are starting to come off the board. The question and Mark Stone just went. The question will be: Can we get a player like Joe Pavelski, um, Tara Vinan coming around the other side? Do yeah. we think that it will last? You know, six or seven picks. Connor Hellebuck um, just Ooh. went number seventy. Forgot about him. Yeah, and I think people just aren't really looking at Winnipeg. Maybe I don't know if they just don't think that's going to be a very good team this year. I'm not really. I think sure. I've only seen one Winnipeg player, and that was Kyle Connor. <laughs> well, I think Besides... Nikolai Ehlers went too, but oh, I get okay, what you're right. saying. Not not a ton. Right. Not a lot of love there. Uh, as far as the right wingers go, Drake Batherson's still there for Ottawa. Matt Duchesne, who had a wonderful season in Nashville yes, last year, did. but he's inconsistent from year to year. Uh, Brian Rust, who I believe is going to consistently keep putting up points. He's projected about 70 points for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes to hit too a little bit. And Batherson's a hitter. He's 139 <laughs> hits they're projecting for. The question is what's going to happen in Ottawa. Do we yeah. believe that they're going to be a really strong team? So I'm going to cue both of those players just so we have a couple choices there. Um, we're four picks until we select again. Brent Burns just went. Oh, Brent Burns in Carolina now might be a really big factor for them. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he is played as much as he was played in San Jose mm-hmm. or if they've got a deep lineup there, how much they use him. That's still a pick that I'm like, or like a trade that I'm like, really? Brent Burns to Carolina? Like it doesn't like process, I don't think correctly, because everyone's so used to him being in San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. Some, oh, there goes Jack, oh, Jack Campbell. Campbell. He, w- he would have been a person as a goaltender that had we, uh, we went back to there again, I would have looked at because just by default, I think the Oilers are going to be a top eight team in the NHL and Campbell's going to play a lot because Stewart Skinner's mm-hmm. the backup there. So um, whether he performs, up to the level they expect. I don't know, but he's going to get a lot of opportunity to do it. Three yeah, picks. I would say the Oilers did um, upgrade in net, I would say. Yes. So three picks left uh, before us. What would you like to focus on, assuming we have a choice? We've got a little bit of everything on our cue board here. Oh. Pavelski's still know. there. The pressure is on. Yeah. Um, like I said, I feel like we have to draft a decent right wing at least. We gotta at least cover our bases here. Okay. So we have some choices because Brian Russ is strictly a right winger. Teravina yes. is left wing or right wing. Uh Pavelski center or right wing. Batherson, who's still there, is a right winger. I would go either um Batherson or Pavelski. Okay. Uh, I, if I'm being I, honest. I, I it could be a gamble and you, you might be mad at me if it doesn't turn out. But I think we go Batherson Pavelski because I, I kind of think Pavelski's going to stay. Like, I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. if we're talking eight picks from when we select, there's a good chance Pavelski still might be there. I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with Batherson for sure. He's a good player. Okay, so we're next. Uh, Darcy Kemper just went. Goodness. Everyone forgot about him, too. <laughs> there goes Kuznetsov. So we go in Batherson? Yes, I'm going with him. I'm All okay right. with him. So I think Pavelski's we... a good pick for sure, but like you said, he probably will still be hanging around. I don't really hear a lot of people talking about him. Yeah, we've got so we've got one in every position now. We've got a defenseman, a right winger, a left winger, a center, Nazem Kadri, Panarin, Batherson, Mike, or excuse me, Morgan Riley, and Andre Vasilevsky. So I keep saying that name wrong. <laughs> so we're seven picks till we got to go. We'll see if my theory holds true. If mm-hmm. Joe Pavelski will be there, uh, if not, I would focus on defense on this round. Okay, so 
again, we'll have to decide. Can we right now the only defensemen we still have left on the board are Petrangelo in Vegas and Evan Bouchard in Edmonton. I think Evan Bouchard is a sleeper pick in a lot of these drafts, but I think he got some attention last year. He did. So I don't know if he will last. If we don't take him, will he last another 20 picks before we get a chance to go again? That's a real question. So I actually don't think so. <laughs> so how, that- okay. If you prioritize, then do you prioritize someone like Patrice Bergeron at center, Joe Pavelski at center right wing or Evan Bouchard at defense? Bouchard is the lowest ranked on this list. Right now of our Q list, Patrice Bergeron is the highest ranked at 64. And then uh, it goes Terravine at 85. This is tough. I know. It's always when you get it out of these nitty gritty middle tier picks and then the end. Because I I think Bergeron is an important pick, but I also think defense, I think, would be an important pick right now just to at least shore up the back end. Until we can figure out. Here's what I do think sometimes with this defense is, is that you can get some sleepers, right? Like, yes, you can. If you, I See, I look at a player like Cody Cece who may not even go in this draft, right? I, I know the Oilers, but he's going to be a top-line defenseman beside Darnell Nurse. And mm-hmm. he played really well last year. So I believe he's the kind of player that you can get way down at the bottom of the draft uh, because nobody else is going to be thinking about taking him. So we're three picks until we're up. All of our cued players are still there if getty malkin is still on board for centers he was ranked 51 uh, he's projected to get about 66 points yeah tristan jari is still there for pittsburgh as a goaltender mm. if we wanted to take a second one oh that's a good pick <laughs> so yeah at some point it's going to be up to, us is to make a decision oh, Here's the thing. We can't go wrong with any of the picks we said. I don't think you can go wrong. So, but the way you kind of made it sound, if it seems like the centers are still going to be there because it seems like no one's really prioritizing centers at this point, probably means they'll still be there again. We said that about Pavelski too. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. It's going to be hard to know for sure uh, what, what that's going to look like. Hmm. Here's the thing. I don't know. Stutzler just went. It's up to us. So highest ranked on our list is Patrice Bergeron at 64. Next is Tristan Jari as a goaltender. Pavelski's still there. Evan Bouchard's still there. I think we wait on Bouchard. Um, Okay. Then I go. Then I would pick Bergeron then. All right. I think because I've had my eye on him since the. We've been talking about him for a while. We might as well take him. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Patrice Bergeron. I like it. Something just dawned on me that. I'm not sure if it's been happening or, Oh yes, it has. I was like, are we a snake or not? And we are, it just, uh, it just, there's more people in this draft than I thought there were. So we're 21 picks away from us again. Okay. We got Tristan Jari of- went, so that's not on our goalie plan anymore. Yeah. Which whatever. Well, if we take a look here just to see what's available, top ranked ones right now are Jim- Jeremy Swayman out of Boston. Mm-hmm. He's projected to get about 22 wins. Spencer Knight out of Florida who just signed an extension, but there's always Bobrovsky potentially in his way, depending on how Bobrovsky plays. Spencer yes. might may or may not play a lot. Uh, Georgiev in Colorado could be interesting. Colorado should yeah. be good. What What's the deal with Colorado? Is he projected to be a starter or is he projected to be the backup? Oh, 
That's I a, don't know. That's a question. I'm not. I thought Francois or Fran. Uh, sorry if Francis? I pronounced his name right. Yeah, yeah Francis. I thought he might be the starter. Jordan Bennington is a player that I I wonder about in St. Louis. Uh, he can be hit hot and cold, but St. Yes, Louis should be, be your contending and team, and he's going to play probably a lot. He's projected mm-hmm. to get about thirty-one wins, so he's low. He's lowly ranked, but he's, he's going got... to play a lot though. Mm-hmm. Jordan Bennington does play a lot, and I know this as a Blackhawks fan who faces the Blues a lot. Yeah, um, they're what about facing a... them all the time. Do you stay away from a player like John Gibson in Anaheim? Because Anaheim is not projected to do much. He's their guy. Here's the thing. I don't, I'm sure John Gibson seems like a great guy, but I wouldn't necessarily have him at goalie because he's either very hot or cold too. I know he got off to a really hot start last season and then kind of fizzled out. So, but that could have been because the team in front of him started to fizzle out as well. It wasn't just him. So I don't know. And the fact that Anaheim is not projected to be very good again this year. But that doesn't mean he can't have a good year. That's where it gets tricky. Okay, so here's the question then. Have we talked about the goaltenders and named enough people at this point that we don't need to take one right away? Like, have we talked ourselves out of taking the goalie immediately because there are at least you know, six, seven? Or are we still thinking, man, there's going to be a run on goalies again here? I don't know. I think we did talk ourselves out of the goalies. I think we said Spencer Knight's a good pick. Um, Jordan Bennington would be good. I think even Francois would be a good pick. He was really good with Colorado, even the times he did play last year. And I think they'll still be there. So, so I'll cue those, those guys up and we'll see if they're available. We are 13 picks away before we go again. Right now we have two centers. We have one left winger. We have one right winger. We have one defenseman. We probably should get one. with Yeah, I was going to say we should probably pick a defenseman. Okay. And the defenseman still on our cue board is Evan Bouchard. Let's take a look at who else is still available here. Tori Krug oh, in Tory St. Krug. Louis. Uh, Darnell right. Nurse. Is I Darnell Nurse say, still there? Yeah, Darnell Nurse. Nurse might be a player, I think. He did not have the greatest season last year because of his injury situation, but he's on a new contract. He's a top-line left-side defenseman for the Oilers. I think he's motivated. I do believe that he is going to have a much better season. He's going to rebound. The fact that Bowen Byram is still on the board. Yeah, that's definitely but an interesting one, too. I will say, though, also, I agree with your assessment on Nurse. I think that would be a good pick. But something about Tony D'Angelo sticks out to me, too. That guy's a point producer for sure. I don't know if that will translate on the Flyers because the Flyers aren't expected oh, to be. Nurse just went, so that's off okay. the board uh-huh. for us. Okay, so my question, though, is someone like uh, Tony D'Angelo, you put him in Philadelphia with John Tortorella. How's that go? Exactly. Right? That's How, that, that, I'm, It's a legitimate question, I wonder. like when you have the wrong coach and player mix, and I'm not saying it's for sure going to be the wrong coach and player mix, but there's a chance of any player not necessarily meshing well with the coach. It could be D'Angelo and Tortorella. Yes. So if that happens, then what, right? Does he just if he have was a still terrible in Carolina, season? Yeah. If Tony D'Angelo was still in Carolina, I'd say take him because he was a really good point producer for them. But yeah, that's a little interesting food for thought. All right. So, Here's the question now. We're eight picks away. If we're going with a defenseman, we've got Evan Bouchard on our board. We've got to- Tori Krug on our board. We've got Bowen Byram on our board. Who mm. would you be looking? I would Owen Powers ranked high, but he's not really played much. Not to give you he's enough not. to give you any sort of confidence that he's going to have a wonderful year in Buffalo. Do you know what? Like I said, it's kind of like Bergeron. We keep kind of moseying around Bouchard's name. So if he's available, take him. 
He did. I took him in last year's draft. He did quite well for me. Yeah. So. Okay. And I trust your judgment for sure. I don't watch Edmonton as closely as you do, but, and the fact that he's pretty high here on these rankings. Yeah. It might be a sleeper. Well, here's the thing. Last year, the reason that people didn't take him was because Tyson Berry was pegged in as the top quarter quarterback on their power play. I yeah. think that switches this year. I think Bouchard is the top quarterback for the Oilers and yeah. Barry kind of follows him up. Um, so John Klingberg from Anaheim just went. So some defensemen are going. Which makes it a bit more dire, I would say. Although it's all over the board too. Like Swayman went as a goaltender. Robert Thomas, I'm surprised, was still there. Goodness. Went in St. Louis. John Tavares went uh, at 100. Joe Pavelski, there he goes. I was wrong. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Oh, well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, well, I, you know what? <laughs> don't have a good year, Joe Pavelski. No, I'm just kidding. You never I swear it. they heard us through our conversation. Our draft people heard it and was like, oh, we should it's, take Pavelski. It's possible. Yeah, it is we, possible. I don't know how much time we have necessarily left on our podcast here. Less than a minute. So we're going to sign off here and let people know that we will keep you up to speed on the rest of our picks in the blog article that comes with us. Uh, Brooke, thank you very much. We'll log back on and we'll do this together off air. Um, but uh, this is fun so far. We're going to take Evan Bouchard next. Is that right? Uh, yes. Uh, hopefully he's still there because we've had a couple that have left us too early. All right. Well, we'll talk to you on the next episode of NHL Trade Talk, the podcast. Uh, Brooke will hop on after this and finish it off. Woohoo. We're going to have a good team. Yeah.